Time for the Liz Calloway Show. You asked for it, and we got it. Now, 6 to 10 weekday mornings. Always local. Always live. Always right. Here's Liz and Nick on Talk 94.5. All right. It is. What is it? Friday. Friday. It is the Jerry Cox Company Music Friday. Thank you all so much for joining us. 907 on this June 16th Father's Day weekend. Uh, we're going to speak to a dad. Another dad, actually. Another dad. Another dad. What's up, dad? He's very smart. He is. Super smart. Yes. And a great dad. Yes. Here he is. Okay. It's Tech Talk with Rob Chang from PCMatic.com on Talk 94.5. Good evening, Nora. A senior U.S. government official told reporters there is no evidence to date the U.S. military and intelligence agencies have been compromised but a number of federal agencies have been hit. Tonight, senior government officials are racing to limit the impact of what one cyber expert is calling potentially the largest theft and extortion event in recent history. American targets include multiple federal agencies, including the Department of Energy, plus Johns Hopkins-affiliated hospitals in Maryland and Florida, Georgia's statewide university system, and the Minnesota Department of Education. British Airways was also hit. Officials say the hackers are part of a cyber criminal gang called CLOP, believed to operate from inside Russia. All right, and there you have it. That's the latest news. Rob Chang of PCMatic.com is joining us to shed some light on this. Pretty scary stuff, Rob, huh? Uh, actually, yeah. I, I was thinking that I've been, first time I was on your show, I think I said that a K-12 through in Wisconsin got hit. And Nick said, uh, I'm from Wisconsin, and we've come a long way since yep. then. I mean, <laughs> yep. geez, the federal government got hit. I mean, Department of Energy, that one worries me because, well, Cyber is dependent on one thing, and that's energy. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't need water, doesn't need health care, doesn't need food, but it definitely needs energy. Mm. And so if you can set to, shut that down, you can shut down a lot of other things. I, you know, and that's I, happened. I mean, Russia has done that. They shut down the Ukrainian electric grid. I mean, so it's very possible now. Wow. Department of Energy got hit, so that, that's, that's a concern. So what is the – what exactly – how does this manifest in our lives? Do we have any information on this and how we will be set back from this? Um, well, well, yeah. I mean, well, that 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 that. I mean, that that ship has sailed. I mean, any information they have. I mean, but my, I would argue that, that whatever information they got, uh, they already have all your our information. So that doesn't really concern me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's much more that the security holes are coming in. So this is what we call a zero day. This is actually, and this is important for everyone to understand. Wow. Uh, it's, the name of the software is called MoveIt, and I've never heard of this software before, but it's used very frequently in large organizations. And then this MoveIt software, it has a vulnerability. And, and um, at the time when the vulnerability comes in, so um, you know, everyone's running the software, is doing is moving files around apparently, and then all of a sudden the bad guys can come in. They write this thing called an exploit. 
and it goes into the MoveIt software, and from there it can go uh, wherever it wants, vertically, th- horizontally throughout the network, and and deploy ransomware. So that so so a couple t- takeaways: if you're not running, and I don't know here, you know, we don't have any large organizations. Probably the large organization we got is like you know Coastal Carolina stuff like that. If they're not using you know MoveIt software. They're not running any risk of this attack. It's mainly going after large organizations. They're the going for was, information or for shutting down operations, which would threaten, you know, business and lives. I mean, what are they going for? It seemed to you. So it, it looked. So the answer is. So you, you um, in the very beginning, they had a lot of different victims, and and their their approach for each victim has been slightly different. Ah. I mean, so certainly, you know, the ones that happened in Europe, um, Shell, and uh, who's the other airline or British Airways? I mean, that that was ransomware. Now, it's not clear what's happening, Department of Energy and things like that. I mean, they're trying to, actually, and I don't like this, they're trying to downplay it. Cisco came out and said, well, they didn't really, uh, it just looks like they're just horsing around in there, that kind of thing. The fact that they got in is of deep concern to anybody, because you don't want anybody in your network. You want to control your network the same way as your house. You don't let people in that you don't want. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you know somebody's in your house and they say, well, nobody did anything bad, yeah, but they got in without my permission, that's right. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so the, the fact that it's very concerning that, to me that they're downplaying it. Um, the other thing is that, I mean, uh, I want to tell this to all of our customers out there, this impacts you no matter what. If you even have MoveIt software, I mean, you are protected. I mean, during these times, I that's my new commercial is don't worry. That everyone else in the nation is down, but you are protected. Wow. Because, because, I mean, with the way that we've designed our software, it doesn't execute. I mean, because it has to be authorized. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. mean, the, this is so. Actually, the other thing I was going to planning to talk to you about before this happened last night. Yeah. Um, about Guam. Do you know what happened in Guam? Well, I was reading down on the bottom of this article. It, it that, didn't finally tip over, did it? No, no. Oh. Uh, it said <laughs> that was the, uh, the the guy said that. Um, it says here that uh, the group responsible for the Guam attack is called Volt Typhoon. They say it's a Chinese state-sponsored actor, um, and right. it attacked. Many domestic targets like Breitbart, Fox News, New York Post, Sean Hannity, Charlie Kirk, Jack Prasobic, Mark Levin, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, and Donald Trump. What do you mean they attacked those people? I don't well, understand. It said from the tar- from far from targeting foreign foes, many of the EIP's targets were domestic, such as and it listed all these news. Boy, I did not and know that conservative. Yeah, conservative entities. Mm -hmm. And this was written in Breitbart, so they wrote about them being attacked. Now, I don't know exactly what the Volt Typhoon group did, but I don't don't know what EIPs, what does EIP mean? I don't know what that means. EIPs targets were domestic. That I don't, what I do know is that, um, you know, there there was a very large cyber attack in uh, in the country of Guam, shut down a lot of things, including the schools. Um, the government and also parts of the military, our military bases there. And then the blame went to China, and then China denied it. So I would, And so for me, it doesn't really matter about China. The key question is that, again, someone got in. It doesn't really matter who got in, um, but somebody got in. And now if it's China, I mean, China is probably the most sophisticated in cybersecurity, so they're not crossing a line, that, so that's a concern. But for me, as a cybersecurity guy, is that, you don't want anybody, and if it, even if it's uh, Iran or some a kid uh, 
you're just horsing around. And you don't want anybody in your network that can do you harm. And obviously, this one got in. And it's, and the thing that I mean, these two things together is just kind of concerning. You know that the the let's call it everything's being exposed. All these I've said this so long is that you know ransomware and now you know nation state attacks is a function of how many security holes you have on your network. Mm-hmm. And and the rather than go and focus on why these people are doing it, you should be closing your security holes. And now all these security holes are being um, exposed in yeah. mass right now, right? So this one in this one piece of software here, you know, move it, which, you know, none of us have heard of before, but it's, it definitely has impact throughout the entire nation. It was kind of spooky. You know, when you, what was that, Nick? What did you want to say? I was just going to ask, do you really believe they're claiming in the media that it's, ooh, looks like it's centered in Russia. They keep telling us Russia again. Do you believe that? Um, I, I've said this before. I mean, there, there, there's evidence, right? But it's not any evidence that would ever stand up in a court of law. I mean, they would go and say they're unpacking, they're finding some Russian characters in there. I mean, honestly, and sometimes you can look at an IP address. Now, no good hacker, you, there's a way of, you know, uh, hiding your IP address, so no good hacker would ever do that. But those are the ways that you can do what we call attribution. But by and large, the attribution is insufficient to actually, you know, throw somebody in jail or anything like that. And it's just kind of like little, what, what do they call it, circumstantial evidence? Or yeah. Evidence that doesn't stand up in a court of law, whatever they call that. Well, That's well, what they not, got. Not necessarily. I mean, circumstantial has put people in jail. But like you're saying, like you're saying, they're leaving trail trail bits of evidence, and it's almost like are they framing them? Yeah, it could be that too. I mean, mm-hmm. we we don't know because it's all. I mean, just who leaves their their uh, their their markers exposed? Like you're a cyber attacker, why would you do that? You know, you would know better, like you said. Right, uh, particularly if they see an IP address and it's coming from Russia, then there's somebody I believe that would say, "Well, I want you to think I'm coming from Russia," because mm-hmm. it's so easy to change your IP address. You know, you know, so, but uh, that said, I, my my point has always been, and this is the media, is that it doesn't matter who got in; it's how they got in. It's not who; it's how. But the, the fact and, that they got in, anybody got in, that's not good. So I've been looking at other articles, and we're speaking with Rob Chang of PCmatic dot com. Um, I've been reading other articles on this topic, other than the one that you know you and I both saw from Breitbart, um, and. It says here that the CISA director, Jen Easterly, said that based on discussions uh, CISA has had with industry partners in the Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative, the intrusions are not being leveraged to steal specific high-value information. The attack was largely an opportunistic one. I don't even know what that means. Like, I feel like they're downplaying it, you know? Um, oh, yeah, I, I was actually anything. shocked. Well, I what guess I guess mean? that's her role is to make everyone think that it's okay, but it, it's not okay. Um, <laughs> I think that's what she's trying to say. Well, don't worry about it. It's okay. And yeah. I'm thinking, the hell is this? Is not okay at all. This is really, really bad. She's like, well, we don't this have is, any this evidence. Is acceleration, you know, uh, that that has not happened before. I mean, they got caught with their pants down. Basically, is what happened. You know, I mean, CISA, this, I mean, this is, uh, CISA, they uh, Trump created that in 2018, so it's only five years old. But their, their responsibility is actually not to be saying it's okay. So it really is to stop it in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then go outside of the federal government. They're also supposed to make sure things, you know, in critical infrastructure like the Colonial, colonial Pipeline. It's not for them to say everything's okay. It's for them not to make sure that it doesn't happen in the first place. Right. 
right? And and they have clearly failed. It said here also uh, on Wednesday, CISA, the FBI and international counterparts issued a separate advisory about ransomware actors using LockBit, which they said was the most globally used and prolific ransomware as a service in 2022 and 23. Financially motivated hackers using LockBit, they warned, have attacked organizations of various sizes across a wide array of critical infrastructure sectors. Do you do you know about LockBit? Yes, I know about LockBit. I mean, what, what I don't like is that, I mean, CISA thinks it's their job saying, be, be careful this one. I mean, what, what, what do they actually expect people to do? <laughs> I mean, I mean... Oh my God! Here's another one, right? I mean, well, they don't say that. They don't really say anything. They're saying, "Oh, here's another one." I mean, that doesn't help. They're monitoring it. They're not preventing it, right? And they're not—they're not stopping it. I mean, and they're not telling people what they need to do. So all they're trying to do is, I'm saying, "Well, yeah, I guess I saw that one coming." I mean, that doesn't help anything. And the problem just keeps on getting worse. That's exactly what they said in this article that they were warning people. They, they were warning about well, these Chinese mean? hackers I mean, yeah. were likely you know, we to target. We, when we have a hurricane, there's a hurricane warning. Well, everyone knows what to do, right? Yeah. I mean, but here, there's a warning a lot. But what's everyone supposed to do? They don't say. Mm-hmm. Oh, be aware of this thing. I mean, what, what does that mean? I guess after you get hit, you say, oh, it was that one. But, I mean, it doesn't really help anything. Like it's going to infect what it wants to, and unless you got PC-Matic, and then we'll, we, we'll stop it because it's not authorized. I'm just, uh, you know, everything, and I don't know how closely you follow the news. I know you advertise a lot on Newsmax and on Fox News, but the people that I mentioned um, are basically, or or entities, are right-leaning news entities, which I find to be very interesting, because there's a lot in common between Breitbart, Fox, The Post, you know, but, but the ransomware didn't hit all those. The ransomware, the, the, the you know, the stuff in Guam. Are, are you tying the stuff in Guam to these conservative uh, news outlets well, in the United States? Well, in the article oh, they, they I shared well? in in the article I shared with you, I'm going to pull it up again in front of me. Um, in the article, it says um, uh, the group allegedly responsible for the Guam attack was Volt Typhoon. Okay. Um, China, however, denies involvement for the allegations. They said it's a collective disinformation campaign launched by the U.S. through the Five Eyes to serve its geopolitical agenda. Created during the Trump administration, like you said, CISA quickly became notorious as a colony of the anti-Trump deep state, spending much of its time preoccupied with election integrity in 2020. As part of these efforts, CISA, quote, worked closely with the Election Integrity Partnership, the EIP, and a consortium of organizations that allowed both deep state and Democratic Party actors to file censorship requests with social media companies. And EIP targeted Breitbart, Fox, Post, Hannity, Kirk, blah, 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 including Trump as well. So, so, I, so the question that you're asking, which I don't know a lot about, actually, CISA is a like for me a black box. I mean, I, that's why I was just in D.C. Whenever I go to D.C., I try to get meetings with uh, CISA. Whenever I run into a, uh, somebody at CISA at an event, I give them my card and I send them an email, and they never respond. 
Okay, so mm. I, I don't know a lot with them. I don't have any of the electorals. So you had a lot of about you had a lot of high hopes for them, though. I remember. I did. I, I, mm. I, I really. I mean, they are they are in a position. I mean, they certainly have the money and the visibility to go and address numerous issues, uh, but they don't. And so I, that's why that's why I kind of want to talk to them is to see whether we can work together. Figure so it seems out. like according to but, this, but as far as you know, them being uh, you know, it, actually, it really doesn't make sense. I mean that that. Trump, you know, created the organization, and then to say that the organization from the get-go was kind of anti-Trump, that doesn't make sense out of a Trump administration. Well, it became that way Um, after the election of 2020 and election integrity became a thing. There were groups that were anti-Trumpers, Deep State, Democratic Party, Uniparty, that we always talk about, that, that went to work, they worked closely with CISA to target those entities that were talking about hey, was the 2020 election stolen? Okay, that was the, you know, everybody was talking about the integrity of the election. And and so it became like a political cudgel, basically. So it did. So here's what I know, right? I know, like I said, this is not any inside information, uh, but, you know, um, so what happened at that time is that there was this guy, his name was um, Brian Krebs. Chris Krebs, one of the, uh, I think his name is Chris Krebs. And now he, he was running the organization. He, he was, you know, the appointee. Um, and then he came out and said that there was nothing wrong with the, uh, the election. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, myself included, said, well, how do you know that so quickly after the election? You know? Yeah, exactly. So that, you know, you had to do a lot more research. He said actually something like it was the most secure election of all time, which was, uh, that was mm-hmm. kind of an over-the-top statement. So Trump fired him. So that happened, you know, shortly after the election. He got fired, and then it remained open for a while. Now this lady, Jen Easterly, is in, in, involved. In. Ah, so there you and go. And criticism of Jen is that she was much more about Jen. I mean, th- th- this, this is, uh, I mean, because she's in the position, actually, and like uh, Krebs, he's another one, and as soon as they leave that position, they're a millionaire working for someplace out, out in the industry. Right, and so mm-hmm. so I think that the criticism of Jen is that that that's what she's going to do, and so she's much more into looking at her next job than figuring out her current one. Mm. So <laughs> so that that and that is non-political, right? I I don't I've not seen anything you know in the news or anything about her activities being you know political over mm-hmm. one side, and actually that would be you know that would be horrible for cybersecurity if it became a political thing because we really I think are are you know. Unified that we want better cybersecurity. It doesn't matter what party you're from. Well, I have so, a much I mean, more I, cynical. I, 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 would, opinion I would like on to that. think that's not true, but, but you know, I, I, know. I, I've, I've not looked into that. I, yeah, that, that actually, that, you know, I know a lot about cyber. I, I, that, that has not been on my radar. Right, that it's becoming you know political. Yeah. Is there? Uh, we're speaking with PC Matic, uh, Rob Chang. Uh, just to wrap things up, Rob, anything else you wanted to add? Wow, I mean, it's been. <laughs> you know, I, I do want to say again, I mean, this is our new TV commercial. If you have PCmatic, number one, you're, you are safe. Number two, uh, tell all your friends that you are safe because you bought the American product. And, and, you know, tell all your friends about it. And that's our next TV commercial is that don't worry if you have PCmatic, you're safe. Yeah, yeah. Keep calm. Keep calm. Actually, that's in the commercial, too. You are safe <laughs> and stay calm. Because there, there, there will be, I mean, I, I've talked about this, I mean, I'm talking about working on another project. I mean, there will be a nation-state attack. 
Wow. I mean, if it wasn't, you know, Guam, I mean, here in the United States, and there will be panic. Mm-hmm. There will be panic when it happens. And, and so I do think being calm is, is part of our process. Well, we, if, I don't know if you ever, uh, I, I mean, I was a den mother for the Cub Scouts. <laughs> the one thing you have to be is prepared. Then you can stay calm. You can't stay calm if you're not prepared. Well, and, Liz, I have to say that. So I was just talking to uh, a uh, general in the Army, and, and, and we were talking about preparedness, actually. You know, mm-hmm. and we were talking about back, you know, with that, with hurricanes, but also before that with nuclear. And, and there was, you know, national preparedness. And there yes. is no national preparedness for what's going on inside mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And, that, and there's, I mean, that's something else that CISA, you know, Jen Easterly and them, they could be working on, but they're not. Hey, Rob Tang, I got a question for you. You know, the, the tinfoilinmyhead.com people are all saying that we need to be prepared. The Internet is going to be taken down or taken out, whatever, depending what story you want to believe. It could be a short amount of time. It could be a you know, longer amount of time. Do you believe that? Do you believe that the Internet as we know it could be shut down for any amount of time? Well, absolutely. absolutely. This happened in Italy. This happened in Italy in That's February. That's right. That's exactly so, right. Yeah, Never I mean, it, it, this, this can happen. I mean, even independent of cyber attacks, I mean, if you lose electricity, you lose the Internet. Um, well, there's, right? they're and, saying and then, some I mean, sort of an... Entire thing, electricity, and then it is possible through cyber to go and shut down the Internet. Okay, that's what they're saying, that either it's going to be a cyber attack. That's certainly possible. Yeah. Rob Chang, PCmatic.com. Thank you. We'll talk to you in a couple right. of weeks. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Hold on, deplorables. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers will be right back on Talk 94.5.